Shalom and welcome to you. What a wonderful time I have had sharing with you all. Accessing the kingdom within and how to go about it. This is part four. You may want to refer to the other three parts because each part builds on the others. My name is Dr. Yana Sanders, and I am very grateful for the opportunity to continue to share with you how we are accessing the kingdom within in this new time and this new era with all of the opportunities that are in front of us, some that look very difficult, some that feel very difficult. For every difficulty, there is the same degree of beauty and answer and hope and power. When the earth has a catastrophe and a difficulty, heaven has its opposite, its beauty, its power, its authority, its love, its goodness, its kindness, because every plan that the Lord has for you is a plan to prosper you, a plan to bring you into greater truth and walking in greater authority in all that the Lord purchased for us when he gave his own life on the cross because he put his whole kingdom within us. When we come to faith in Messiah Yeshua, that's what happens. We are no longer just earth beings. We now have access to the kingdom from within. And that is the difference in this era. We are no longer accessing the kingdom externally. We are going inside, opening our hearts, as I talked in the first broadcast. In the second one, it was adding faith. And in the third one, it was adding peace and joy and whatever request we have. But today we're going to continue by starting with Mark chapter 9, verse 23. If you can believe, Yeshua said, all things are possible to him who believes. And what is belief? Again, a belief is something that you think and feel. It's not just knowledge. Unfortunately, in the Western world, the Greco-Roman way of life influenced our understanding of heaven. Heaven was not based on Greco-Roman truths. That heck, Greco-Roman truths are pagan. The Bible taught us that believing means both thinking and feeling in complete balance with one another. In other words, as strong as you make your mind must be as strong as your heart is. But even more so in the Hebraic way of life, our heart leads our minds. Not like in the Greco-Roman Western world, which is pagan, by the way, that tells you that the mind must govern the heart, and they tell you that because they so distrust the heart. Well, the kingdom of heaven does not lie within the mind. It lies within the heart, and the heart instructs the mind. That is living biblically. 
And if the scriptures are true, then this word is true. You and I are living in a time when we are going to manifest these scriptures, not just because our mind believes them, but because our heart experiences them. If you can believe all things are possible, if you can believe all things are possible to the one who does believe. So belief is also about self-worth and an understanding that we deserve to experience good. Well, people that have a subconscious belief that they're guilty or unworthy or not wanted or not chosen or not up to par or that are a disappointment, those kinds of unconscious beliefs really undo a biblical belief that because of Messiah Yeshua's sacrifice, he has made us worthy to experience all the love of heaven, all the good of heaven, all the desires of life that are waiting for us to engage with. We simply must have an encounter with the love that Yahweh carries for us. How do we have that? Well, we have to meditate. I like to say it this way. We get to meditate. That's right. Every morning, find a quiet place where you won't be disturbed. You might need to let people in the household know that for 20 minutes, half an hour, or however long you decide, you're going to be with the Lord. And you're going to engage your heart, open your heart. If you'll put on some uh, inspirational music, usually music without words so that you're not led by someone else's words because actually in the realm of heaven, they don't use words. It's sounds, it's frequency, it's movement. And so there's some beautiful soaking tunes uh, by believers and you could put one of those songs on and sit comfortably, sit up straight in a chair and begin to breathe. Take a long, slow breath in. Hold it to the count of three or four, whichever is most comfortable for you. Let it out. Do that four or five times. And as the music begins to play, Open your heart to Messiah Yeshua. See him standing there with arms open and see his blood washing you, making you clean, spotless, holy, and blameless through his blood. And as he brings you into the realm of heaven, into the courts of heaven, your heart opens more and more. Just give yourself permission to open your heart and have that experience with Yahweh's love flowing through you like molten lava, like cascading rain washing, warm liquid love flowing in you, over you, and through you. And now, as you engage with the experience of love, 
the realm of heaven is open and you're accessing the kingdom that lives within. Matthew 9.29 says this, According to your faith shall it be done unto you. This was when a great healing occurred. What is faith again? We talked about it in a previous podcast. But faith is this, a surrender to absolute truth, absolute trust, and a willingness to step into the unknown, a willingness to say, I don't have the answers, but I know the one who does, and I don't have to have all the answers. I'll just trust Yeshua, who is the answer. It's an absolute trust. It's not having to know what's going to happen or the outcome or when or where. It's stepping beyond that into the unknown. If we lack the faith that we can achieve something, it will remain elusive to us. When we begin to agree with heaven concerning ourselves, we're a frequency match to heaven and we begin to attract the reality of heaven to be experienced in our hearts so that we can release that into our loved ones, our home, our family, our workplace, our ideas for creating new thoughts, new projects. Everything is about our internal talk and our feelings. Everything we experience is a result of some kind of faith. Some kind of faith. Remember, we only manifest what we really believe. And so, if you believe that you're a broken person, that's what you'll manifest in your life. If you believe that you're guilty and you don't really deserve unconditional, overflowing, joyous love from heaven to you, that's what you will manifest in your life, a lack of that. If your internal talk says that you're not wanted, you're not important, you're not heard, you're not valued, you're not seen, then that's what you'll manifest in your life. Heaven says something quite different. But we can't get to that experientially until you make a commitment to meditate every morning and to allow your heart to open and experience with your feelings the truth of heaven. Faith is a path. Staying focused on any questions causes us to miss the answer. So we ask our questions once, and then we pivot from the question and begin to look at the answer, because a question and an answer carry very different frequencies. And an answer can't be received when we're in the frequency of the question. Faith causes us to rest, knowing that the answer will appear when it will be received. And when the time 
is right. Trust says, here's the question one time, and when you, my answer, Yeshua, are ready to manifest the clarity of that answer to me, I trust it will show up. Every time a problem shows up, the answer shows up at that exact same moment. There's another scripture. It's in Proverbs, and it says this, As a man thinks within his heart, so is he. We attract what we think and what we believe. And our, excuse me, excuse me, our heart carries our deepest, strongest beliefs. If we believe that we're not good enough, we don't deserve things, that will be, that exact thought will be proven in our lives. But the good news to you and I is the moment that we know the truth, And by knowing the truth, it means that we have a personal experience with the truth, which means we will feel the truth that we believe. When we have that experience, we are set free and we can begin to move towards the life we have always desired. But we must attend to that internal talk that causes negative feelings. When we're triggered, we have programs that run in our head and in our heart that we inherited from childhood. From the ages of zero to seven, the subconscious mind takes in all information from the home that we live in, from our parents, from our siblings or other loved ones. We hear the sounds. (coughs) Excuse me. We see the frequencies Are we feel the frequencies. We see the facial expressions. And we internalize those as programs. They write a script within our minds, in our subconscious minds. At that early age, our subconscious does not discriminate. It records everything. And then as we go through life, when similar issues come up, our programs begin to play. If you grew up in a home where there was kindness and tenderness and respect for one another and a healthy use of emotions, well, then that's what will be natural for you as you move through life. But if you grew up in a home where there was chaos, negativity, harsh speech, aggression, negativity and anger and violence or aggression towards one another, then your natural response will be to emulate that behavior because those programs are written within your mind. And if that's true, then your internal talk may be, they don't care, I'm not valued, I'm not heard, my needs are not met, I'm overlooked, Someone else is more important than me. I'm not chosen. All those negative programs that undo, that undo the truth of the word that our mind believes, they sit underneath the truth of that, of 
the holy word of God. And so we have this life of ups and downs and ups and downs. And we respond sometimes according to those old programs that run our life. And then we feel bad by accessing the kingdom within, by meditating and opening your heart to experience daily the love that Yahweh has. We are rewriting the programs of our mind. We are undoing those uh, neural pathways and we are rewiring and refiring our subconscious to think and feel in a different way. Oh, we are accessing the kingdom of heaven within, which is defeating the kingdom of this earth that has tried to own us and has had a hold on us for so long. It's a beautiful day to be alive. It's a wonderful season for us to shift our lives now and to begin to make a commitment to ourselves that we will meditate, we will open our hearts, we will trust explicitly in the Lord. We will, by doing that, we will rewrite the programs in our mind that cause us to automatically respond from the earthly realm in ways that we would rather not respond. When we engage with and experience the love of heaven through faith, we are rewriting that script. And love supersedes every other emotion as we feel it, as we feel faith, peace, joy, love, brotherly kindness, and we engage with those living entities that are actually put within our heart, the floodgates open up, and now that is our new script. And as we turn to that new script in every situation, (laughs) the kingdom of heaven has come upon the situation that we're dealing with. Not just you and I as an earthly person, but the kingdom of heaven. Because it's open and activated from within us. Oh, this is exciting to me. I love my life having access to all of heaven. I pray that you will make a commitment to yourself. We're doing things differently in this era because new pathways are open. And oh, I believe that we will arise in the earth as the light of heaven shines through us and people see our good works and give glory to Yahweh. I bless each of you with all the love your beautiful hearts can hold from the courts of heaven into you out into the world. I'm Dr. Yana Sanders, and I look forward to meeting with you again to continue this wonderful series in how to access the kingdom within. I bid you now, in the name, the marvelous name of Yeshua, Shalom and Shalom.